Welcome everybody, welcome everybody who's listening, who's tuning in and <laughs> who's ready for some new juice. Uh, I'm Ava and I'm your host and before we start this show I want to let you know there are several ways to give back. Before we receive we also make a commitment to give back either way you give back to yourself or you give back to the community or you give back to me now by giving back to yourself is basically applying what resonates with you what is your truth together with what is shared and working on yourself just evolving right evolving second giving back to the community if you already are aware of this truth within you and you find truths within what is shared then continue sharing it you can share by subscribing and then sharing on the social media platforms all of the links is below as well as on my webpage where you can share my webpage information or just simply share what parts of the these episodes work with you and how they work with you on a personal level that way people can understand it more thoroughly and more deeply and we can continue on spreading the ripple effects the waves on the water and let the sunshine hit where the shadows is hiding now to the third part by giving back to me uh you can do this by easily subscribing like i said through my web page but also of course sharing like i told you and then most importantly if you wish to donate you can donate because i do this on a freely basis purely because i love it but i also do want to make sure that i can stabilize an income and so if you want to contribute to that which makes me grow which makes you grow which makes everybody grow then you can do that through the donate button or the donate link and you'll find that too in the description box and you easily donate any amount to my PayPal account so thank you for doing that as well now let's get on to the show let's get on to the juice let's get on to what is cooking enjoy this episode bless A part of me just wants to continue to be silent. There is a part of me that's coming forth, that is being pressed forth, that just wants to hide, that wants to keep on, be quiet, and everything that makes a sound creates a too large of a ripple effect in me. And it's the part of me that is super sensitive. It's also the part of me that is especially, especially gifted. I wanted to say powerful, but no, it's it's gifted. Um, because we are, as we are, sentient beings, powerful in our in our completeness, right? And we all have different aspects of ourselves that we wish to show, that we wish to not show, and they only gain power when we actually utilize them in the way that we want to. 
my head is so thick and sometimes I go through these phases when there's like a giant upgrade happening with my body, with my psyche, with my life, with my heart. (laughs) And it's not just mine, like I feel it collectively, I feel like we're all going through a shift right now. And, and and we name it Mercury Retrograde, <laughs> but in Pisces, right? Ooh, ooh, oh my god, it's like something is sucking us into the waters and we're just like twirling around in this endless loop of like words that we shared with each other, sentences that we wanted to exchange that didn't just come out the right way meetings, equations, calibrations, all of these exchanges that we have made with each other, they are just pieces of a greater whole. And all of that is right now into reverse mode. Like it's, I feel myself sitting at the bottom of the sea, looking up and just the waters and the waves are incredibly intense like they're so stormy and all that part of me that sits at the bottom of the sea wants to do is to be quiet and just cave in and hide and not create any more of what is going on not even touch it just witness just observe but that's not really It's not really how my life goes. You know, I am a mother of two. And uh, I'm mothering myself, meanwhile. Plus, you know... Well, I gotta say this. I'm way ahead of my time. And I believe people who listen to this, all of you guys, you are also way ahead of your time. And... To be way ahead of our time is, it's a balancing act, right? Because in a way, it's, you know certain things, you are aware of certain things, you know how the world functions, you know the physiques and the, 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 the riddles, the games, you know all of that of the world just by an inner knowing without having to read it like without having to read about it without having to like school yourself in it you just know it and being way ahead of your time also means that you are aware of how things could work that would actually benefit the greater whole and would improve people's lives and life quality but then you realize that you're ahead of your time when you start to share it and people just don't get it. They just don't get it. They just don't get what you mean. Maybe you share a drawing of an idea. Or maybe you share an invention that you've created. Or maybe you share deep insight that you have. Or maybe you just simply share awareness. And whatever you are sharing, somehow it seems that people aren't ready to receive it. Because they reject it. Maybe they made fun of it, maybe they laugh at it, maybe they gaslight it, maybe they put you down on it, 
maybe they celebrate you for having that great idea. Maybe they give you credit for being so brave to be such a wide new thinker. But the thing is, we who are ahead of our game, we are ahead of the world, we who are not of this time, we can be called whatever. It, it really doesn't matter. It's not about us. It's, it's just not about us and people don't get it. <laughs> and it, it's not about... <laughs> oof. Yeah, we're talking about communication here. Yes, we are. It, it's not about fear of being misunderstood. It's about experience, life experience. I don't fear to be misunderstood. I know that I'm misunderstood every single time I share something. That's okay. Because people in general, like me included, we all simply receive what we perceive. We cannot go beyond our own barrier if we not open up to our, um, well, to the greater truths, to how things are connected. And, and I mean how things are connected, like really connected, like not just, yeah, I'm connected to you through family or, well, we are connected because we know each other's cousins or I am connected to the land that I'm owning. Like not that type of shit, right? Really? Like, no, like it's... Uh, it's not that kind of connection. It's like everything is connected, <laughs> period. And I mean, there's a lot of people in the new age communities that, yeah, go by the, they know, like they mentally know, they, or they think they know, they think their way into a knowledge, a knowledge that is perceived, a knowledge that can be read about, that can be found on websites, that can be found in books, on audio tapes. It can be audio tips. Does it even exist still? <laughs> Some books. Uh, knowledge that can be information gathered, stored, recorded. That kind of information, that's information. And we as people with our minds, at least where we are evolved in this day and time, tend to confuse that information with pure knowledge, know, knowing, a knowing, a wisdom. And I speak about this a lot because it's important to make that distinction. And it's important to me because I've gained so much insight in life about myself, about God, about our purpose here through that distinction. And I believe a lot of people do and they have the distinction between wisdom and knowledge. Well, I want to make it a little bit, like I want to stretch it further. I want to make it a little bit wider. Let's say the distinction between information, knowledge, and wisdom. Because somewhere in between, we put up an act of ignorance. We act as if we don't know. Like we reject the information. We reject the knowing or perhaps even reject the wisdom. That's an act of ignorance. And that act of ignorance does only lead us to suffering because we deny truth. So, 
in a sense, when I get misunderstood or when you get misunderstood or when people who are ahead of their game, ahead of their time, who just intuitively are in an awareness of how things work without reading about it, without being schooled about it, just naturally can tap into that kind of wisdom. When we share it with the world, we don't expect anything in return. We don't expect anything in return. It is our natural gift. It is our essence. That's what we do. We cannot be unwise. We cannot be unknowing. We cannot be unintuitive. When one is simply in awareness, you cannot turn off your awareness. Even if you're hiding from yourself, like part of me is doing right now. Even if you're hiding from... Well, I'm not really hiding from myself, but I'm kind of hiding from the world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be precise. Even when you're hiding um, information from yourself, you cannot hide wisdom from yourself. You cannot go back into ignorance because it would be so fucking ignorant to do so. Like it would just be stupid. And if you're like, I mean, if, if you are born smart and you've practiced your smartness and your intelligence, if you're born intuitive and you practice your intuition and, and your knowing and your wisdom, it's just not possible. It's just not possible to like be stupid or ignorant even if you try. Even if you try. But then again, I'm not saying that it's impossible to be ignorant for anybody. I mean, I've been ignorant many times and arrogant many more. But it's been because I've been in some form of denial. And you can go back to the other uh, pods that I've had during this, um, during this season, season two. You'll find a lot of information about um the power of denial and how we get out of denial and how to communicate responsibly take accountability for what is transpired within relationships what we expect out of relationships and how we relate to ourselves so now i want to step into the communication phase and the communication phase is really called for to talk about because mercury is retrograding in pisces and Pisces is a sign of intuitive communication, right? Like everything that we communicate, everything that we communicate in, um, let's say, well, the collective subconscious, the waters, it's the waters, it's the collective subconscious and also um, just the floaty information that's all around. The things that is pretty intangible, things that you cannot really touch, things that you can't really print or at least fine print, things that you can pick up on, things that you can tune into, things that you can, uh, well, that flashes you by, that you notice, those kind of things. That's Pisces psyche speaking. That's Pisces communication speaking. That's Pisces Mercury, right? Mercury and Pisces communicates our feelings, but not the feelings in a type of sense where, like, for example, Mercury in Cancer, you would naturally communicate your, like, express your emotions to somebody. 
It's not about emotions. Pisces is not really that emotional. We think they are, but they're not. They just simply feel a lot. That's a difference. Pisces people feel a lot. Cancers, they feel a lot of emotions. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> and, and, and they also feel a lot, but they also feel a lot of emotions. Pisces can tune into emotions, but they don't really hold on to emotions. They just kind of float through the emotions, or the emotions float through them. But in a sense, Pisces are extremely, well, I want to say liquid with their way of communicating. It can be very poetic. It can be very, um, well, almost artistic, uh, psychic in a way. But it can also be extremely like intangible. Uh, what do you mean? Excuse me. <laughs> what do you want to say? Very spiritual. Like, yes, uh, God is everywhere. What does that mean to me? Uh, can't you make it more tangible? Like that kind of thing. Um, Pisces, Mercury is... It's best communicated, actually, almost like you have Mercury in Scorpio. You, you can communicate everything in silence, right? Mercury in Scorpio communicates everything in silence. Well, you get Pisces, Mercury in Pisces. Things are communicated partially in silence, but also through the feels of it. How does it feel? How do you tune? Like how, do, how does it feel when you tune into it? How does it taste? How does it sense? All of that. That's the communication. So it's a lot more than just the words, right? And it's a lot more that is hidden beneath the words or the surface, let's say, the surface of the matter. With Mercury retrograding right now in Pisces, we as a collective whole, yeah, we really get to witness what hasn't been said and what has been said wants to be said and what shouldn't be said and what should be said <laughs> but probably can't be said and and all of those things right and that's why I feel like I'm sitting at the bottom of the ocean and looking up and all around me the ocean is like con constructed out of all these events all of all out of all these words out of all this information just streaming because that's what it is it's like water is streaming it's streamlining right around my corner right around the corner of my eye right around me everywhere but it's not touching my insides on the inside i feel so at peace i feel so at peace because i know something that all of the other ones that's whirling around, that's not sitting in like lotus position on the ground beneath the ocean, all of the people or individual minds, let's say, that are swirling and twirling around in a Mercury retrograde in Pisces, what they don't know, I know. And some of us, we know it. Because we have the ability to tune into, or let's say rather tune out of, Tune out of that chaotic and just witness it. Pisces, they witness. They see. They see a lot. They see a lot. Remember, they are the 12th house. They are the subconscious. 
They see what we can't see, what we don't want to see, what we haven't yet seen. They see that. That's Pisces. Now, how do you communicate that? Like, uh, I mean, that's like on an individual scale. You have to figure that out yourself. But usually we communicate it to ourselves if we're not aware beings or fully aware beings of ourselves. Um, we communicate that to ourselves through dreams. And so if you are right now in a swirl and a twirl, or even if you're not, you want to pay close attention to your dreams. But you don't want to pay too much attention to them because they also communicate a lot of stuff that has been repressed. And just like a very, very, very strong tidal wave is coming in and hitting, uh, well, hitting the surface of the ocean is also hitting the bottom of the ocean and everything is twirled around. So what was up is now down. What is down is now up. It swirls around, around, around. And then after it's gone mercury, after it's gone retrograde, it will lay itself down into a new position and it will look untouched. It will look new. It will look untouched. So you don't want to engage that much you simply want to witness and I think that's the part of me that wants to kind of hide or at least pull away feels like it gains so much more through just the silence and the witnessing and doesn't feel like talking and doesn't feel like sharing but then the other flip side of it, the subconscious part of it, the side where we call the shadow side of it, is the side where you feel misunderstood and you actually take it personal when you feel misunderstood. And you go in with an attitude saying, nobody gets me, they don't get me, it's not worth it. That kind of attitude, mm -mm. that kind of attitude, drop it right now. I'm saying that to myself and <laughs> saying it to everybody that's listening. Drop it right now. Drop the fuck out of that school. Because that kind of attitude will only lead you into being even more so misunderstood. If you don't want to invest your energy into something that has risk and a chance... If you don't want to invest your energy into that, then there's no actual evolution happening. You will not evolve, you will stay stagnant and you will stay put in a position where you believe yourself to be something your whole life and then when your life ends you realize that you're not. And you'll just end up very a very disappointed soul <laughs> and you'll have to... Uh, go through another Game of Thrones. In another loop. In another realm of... Well, not the heavens, let's just say that. So you want to make the best part of it right now. Right? If there's a part of us that doesn't want to share... Because Pisces have that too. All of the water signs have that. All of the water signs are so extremely generous. But then they can also be extremely 
um, what do I say? Like, not greedy. They're not greedy. It's not about greed. Neglecting, in a way, like as if as if they somewhere along the line, and I can say this because I'm Cancer rising in Pisces Midhaven, and I have a lot of like water influences, so I can say this. Um, it's like somewhere along the line where the water signs shared. They realized they shared too much. They've been too generous. And they all notice it in different ways. Scorpio notice it as if they are being taken advantage of. And then they trust nobody again. And they shut down and they don't share a single thing again. And it takes years sometimes for Scorpios to even open up and share to the, these people again if if it's about a, speci- a specific person or project or whatever it is, right? If it's a Pisces, no, let's go to the Cancer first. If it's Cancer, they feel drained. They feel drained. They feel like they lack energy. They feel like uh, they need, they need, they need, they need, they need. And then they get into some kind of neediness, like victimization mode. And then are like, oh, it's pity me, pity me, pity me. I have to reimburse myself for all the good given I did and they're a saint and what not like that kind of martyr energy right they can do that yeah and then once they pity themselves enough they realize there's nothing else to pity and then they like get out of the funk and go again and do the same thing unless they learn right same with scorpion unless they learn unless they learn where the balancing act is that's the thing with water, you know, it's kind of hard to balance because you have to balance on top of it, but you also have to balance within it and at the bottom of it, <laughs> at the bottom of it. <laughs> How do you balance at the bottom of it? Because <laughs> I'm down there now, I'm like, <laughs> I'm at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> and I feel the waves are like lifting me and like singing to me, like voices, like sirens, like saying, come on, share, share. Share more, share, share what you want. What's your information? And I'm like going, going Scorpio mode here. I'm like, no, I'm not sharing anything. But then we have the Pisces, right? The Pisces, they share so much, infinitely. And they have the capacity that Scorpio doesn't and that Cancer doesn't or don't. Um, They have the capacity to forgive. They forgive very easily. They're like, oh yeah, well, probably shared a little bit more information than I should have. Probably shared a little bit more time than I should have. Probably shared a little bit more love than I should have. But they, they, it's almost like they don't even go there because it's nothing like they should have. They see themselves as a part of you and you are part of them and we're all connected. That's the infinite web, right? We're all connected, infinite uh, waters of of connection of fluidity of um, currency of streamlining of streams a flow a flow <sighs> yeah i want to thank you for taking your time to listen to this i really do 
Uh, I've been starting to change a little bit the way that I've approached matters. And you can probably notice it if you listen to me from the very first parts, the very first season. And I don't know how to really say in what way I've started to express myself differently, but I can feel the difference. I can feel the difference. And I can feel it on a daily basis. And it's definitely more compassionate and 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 more nurturing. And it's definitely more aligned with um, well with who I am in a way, in a sense. What uh, what imprint I have as a person. Um why do I tell you this? Because the part of me that said um part of me that said nobody understands me before that part of me that was a cancer part of me. <laughs> if you if you want to put it somewhere, the part of me um is dying and it's been dying for a while and it's been dead actually it's more like the echo of it it's been dead i buried it it's more like a memory and i remember that part now as i'm sitting here at the bottom of the ocean and as i'm witnessing all these words all these actions all these thoughts all this communication just floating around my head floating around my body floating around everywhere and and the part of me that used to withdraw for the sake of not sharing for the fear of being misunderstood that part of me is is no more what now is withdrawing is the part of me that just really enjoys the show really enjoys the spectacle and feels like if i would intervene if i would do something i would not be able to participate as much because i would want to witness it so much but you see these two they they go hand in hand they're not separate so the participation and the witnessing part the action and the non-action they are one they are the same thing they are the neutral point they are the one point the zero point where it all meets they're like paradoxes coming together into the same portal for example today i woke up and recently i've gone through some some change as usual <laughs> dear god <laughs> yeah like if you guys know me you know that i'm always going through some something i enjoy that i enjoy that i enjoy transformation that's like one of my most like that that's my passion in life transformation uh illumination um i wouldn't want to say sex but i'll say creation <laughs> anyway um yeah as i woke up this morning 
I needed some more sleep, but I got myself out of bed after some snoozing, and I don't usually snooze, I don't. Like, I usually just get up when the time is right to get up. But then I can go, go I can go back to bed again, <laughs> and then I'll just stay in bed for a long time. <laughs> so I guess that's a part of, like, um, prequel of, of snoozing. Um, like a follow-up to snooze. Like, oh, you know, I'll give it back to myself plentiful later. Anyway, I was, I got up of bed and my daughter was still asleep, which she is normally not. So I guess we both were needing some extra sleep. And probably also because, um, well, it's been the, the sports breaks for kids. So we've had some days off together, both me and the kids. And now yesterday... Me and my daughter, we went together with her bigger cousin and my stepsister to, or my sister to, um, well, a, ba- a bathing house. It's called a bathing house, right? A swim house. I don't even know. I'm Swedish, so we say bodhus. Uh, so, yeah. So, we went to that. And it's like, uh, it's not just like a pool. It's um it's like a what do you call it, like an aquatic land or whatever you say, like it's an adventure land, but it's like miniature, it's not, it's not huge because it's on the countryside, right, on a huge play park, water park, um, but it has, it has both like, it, I guess this one had like two, two water slides and uh, two caves and two jacuzzis and like waves and a a stream and outside and indoor outdoor and indoor pool and whatnot right so we went there and my daughter she's four she's like I love her (laughs) she's like mommy I can swim by myself but she like goes in without puffs on she's like mommy I can swim by myself and then she like barely she almost drowns and I have to, like, pull her out of the water. She's like, I could swim. I'm like, no, you kind of sank, baby. She's like, I can swim. I'm like, yeah, but you need your puffs on first. And so she gets her floaties, her puffs, and she's in in it. And then she, like, swims around. And she's been swimming around. She Like, we were there for three hours. And she swimmed all the time. Like, she didn't even stop. She stopped, like, one and a half minute for snack. She didn't even have time for snack. She was so uh engrossed <laughs> no she was so into the the theme park the water park that she was like she, she didn't have time for anything else but to swim to float to float with the waters to be in the waters and her older cousin was there with her too so he also like floated around with her and we all have fun together but it was exhausting because there's a lot of chlorine of course in the pools as they all have these days so, which makes your uh, body dehydrate and also makes your body really, really, like, um, well, on a defense. So, yeah, kind of like the immune system kind of has to fight back the chlorine that goes into the skin and the eyes and nose and the tongue and lips and whatnot. Um, but also because it's dehydrating because you don't drink, you're in water and you don't drink water, you're just in water. So you forget about drinking water and you need to drink water to stay hydrated. And, uh, well, we didn't. Afterwards we did, but yeah. So we both needed to sleep a lot and to rejuvenate and to replenish. 
But although the clock went on very early and we had to get up because it was Monday morning and she was going to preschool and she usually has her breakfast at preschool. Um, but this morning she was extremely hard to wake up. She's like, mom, I want to sleep more. I want to dream more. And then she's like, I want to stay at home. And I'm like, no, you cannot stay at home, baby. You need to go to school. You need to be with your friends and mommy has stuff to do. Um, and, and she's usually like, she's been at home a lot. She's, she's home a lot more than kids her age in the society, let's just say like that, um, and I've always been, I've always been a hard believer of, like, stay-at-home parenting, period, like, I do believe in parents having their time to, uh, create and work and whatnot, but I also do believe that if you take, if, if you, if you take, uh, on, the role of parent then you should fully step into it and not just pretend like you are stepping into it by mm, giving your children away to like institutions that cannot provide what the children need basically and in Sweden it's illegal to even have homeschooling like you believe that shit like it's illegal to have homeschooling and and they changed it like they changed the law so now it's like illegal to not take your kid to preschool when they're six and then, well, it's preschool class. And then they're, they're trying to change the law. So it's going to be illegal. Listen to this. It's going to be illegal to take your child, to, to not have your child at preschool from the age of three. Oh my fucking God. Let me just say that. It's such a ridiculous joke that I don't know if I should laugh or scream or whatever. But I'm just not going to pay that much attention to it because it's ridiculous. And whenever it comes up on my radar, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a bust that lie open. <laughs> and it's going to fall fucking apart. It's not going to... Like, that's that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. <sighs> I might even move. Anyway... Uh, back to the story. So we we decided to actually have breakfast at home instead of her having breakfast at preschool. And so I made some oats and we shared some breakfast together and we watched one of her favorite movies, which is Trolls. She loves Trolls. And... <laughs> well, because Mercury is retrograding in Pisces, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, the people who have shared relationships with like friendships etc and people who I've decided to not be friends with anymore or not be partners with anymore because they were not just not truthful enough or not vibing with with where I was in life anymore and one of these people is was a former friend of mine she was a excuse me she, she was extremely parasitic let's just say like that she was extremely parasitic and the moment I realized it I dropped her um, because she was basically feeding off my energy and other people's energies. Uh, but <laughs> I was sitting watching trolls. And I was like, oh my God, that troll is so cute. It looks a lot like that person. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, she was a troll. Indeed she was. Anyway, that's a side note. Um, <laughs> you know, trolls is nice. What message does troll have? Well, oh yeah, it's all about the parasitic thing too, right? About how, 
uh, the big trolls, they whatever they call the Bergens, the Bergens, they have to eat the little trolls, the happy trolls to to uh, be able to feel joy. Like that's the belief that you have to consume something to actually uh, well put yourself in a state of joy, put yourself in a state of love that it doesn't come from the inside and that's basically what the trolls they prove the bergens wrong in the whole movie like the the, the sense moral in, in it all is basically that love and joy comes from the inside comes from the inside out same with peace right but to feel that peace within and to feel that love within and to feel that joy within you have to have some sense of deep wisdom you have to be able to tap into that wisdom because how otherwise will you know it you might know it intellectually but you won't know it like spiritually like in yourself until you actually are there and and how do you get there how do you get there you get there by witnessing. You get there definitely by witnessing. You also get there by good karma, by treating people good, and by sharing joy and shifting perspective from lack to gratitude. That's like three other side notes, but it's like big hints. You guys should like write it down if you don't know that already. I hope you already know that. I think you already know that. Why otherwise would you listen to me if you didn't already know that? Anyway, um, back to the story again. (sighs) Okay, I wanted to say also, this is a time in where we are letting go of a lot of burdens on our shoulders. And the burdens that we've had on our shoulders, things that we've carried, is actually also related to memories. Memories, subconscious, suppressed stuff. It's time for that kind of release. And for us to release it, we have to see it. We have to see it. For us to see it, we have to fucking go there to the bottom of the ocean. We have to go to the bottom of the ocean and see it and feel it and hear it and experience it. And within that witnessing, we receive that wisdom. And we start to shift naturally perspective from lack to gratitude. All right. All right. And that's also the medicine that Pisces has with them. Pisces that are in a positive, regenerative state, they share that medicine naturally. They come with that medicine. The medicine of the flow, of positivity, of witnessing, of intuition. Yeah? Okay, we were we were watching trolls. We watched trolls. We ate our breakfast. We had fun. I love my daughter. I love spending time just with her, just as I love spending time just with my son. It's those moments are so 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 special and so rich. Um, yeah, I love it. It's so juicy. Um, I, she's she's a little Libra. She's a little Libra with Leo rising, so she. She loves to interact and to cuddle and to commune and yeah, she's she's amazing. So what else? Well, I eventually drove her to school against her will, unfortunately. Um, but then she she said she was shy. Yes, she said she said she was shy, 
and that she didn't feel like um, connecting with the kids because she doesn't have any friends. And I was like, well, you do have friends. You do have a lot of friends. She's like, no, I only have two friends. And I was like, but what about the other kids? She's like, yeah, well, they just don't play with me that much. I'm like, are you sure you want me to talk to your teachers about that? She's like, well, I don't know. I'm just so shy. So she was kind of in a mode where she was also pulling back a little bit and not really having faith that that's what it came down to not really having faith in that she could share herself with the world around her and with with uh, mercury retrograding through pisces right now and with neptune being there too well that's what we have to remember we have to share ourselves with the world we have to share our dreams with the world and now the sun comes in to illuminate we have to share even our deepest depths with the world because the world is us. We are the world. We are the world. We are the children. <laughs> we are the ones who make a better place. So let's start giving. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know the rest. Da, 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 da. Do, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> Am I for real? Well, I know the answer to that. You figure out the rest. <laughs> okay. So, um misunderstood exactly yes the fear of being misunderstood exactly but we got to keep on trying we got to keep on trying sharing ourselves with the world we got to keep on trying sharing our message with the world and what i've learned from my pisces stepfather with gemini rising is that you cannot be precise enough you cannot explain too much and you cannot be um like there's there's no such thing as being thorough enough like you have to keep on being very precise what do you mean what words do you want to project out what do you want to share and then how do you want to share it in what essence, what feeling does it communicate? What more can you communicate except for your words? How can you make people understand you? Well, you got to understand yourself better first, right? And then when you understand yourself better and come to terms with yourself and have that acceptance and forgiveness and compassion within, then you can start sharing, sharing even more of your juice with the world. And... Sometimes we get very irritated with people. Sometimes we get very irritated with ourselves. Sometimes we don't have the patience enough. And Pisces is a very patient sign. I mean, it's the 12th house. Come on, it's the most patient, most patient sign ever. Even though they seem extremely impatient, sometimes they are extremely patient. Extremely patient. Because they just know. They have, they, they have that innate wisdom. They know. Simple as that. All right, time to drink something. Drink some water. I feel super dry. Dry fish. Dry fish. 
Oh, that's so good. I usually put shungite stones in my my water just to like oh, neutralize the water. Speaking about toxins in the water. <laughs> you guys get that? You guys get that? I love my insights joke. Do you guys get that? You get what I mean or do you misunderstand me? You get what I mean? All right. Let's talk about that neutralizing the waters, neutralizing the emotions, because the waters is the emotions, so you got to neutralize them. Neutralize the waters, neutralize the fluidity. If you neutralize it, you can neutralize it with silver. You can neutralize, because that kills parasites, as we do know, right? Vampires, parasites, they die of silver. Neutralize it with silver, collodial silver. Neutralize it with shungite stones or other stones, but do not put malachite in water. It's toxic. Um... Water filters, super easy, super good. Uh, also, certain um, minerals can neutralize the water. What we can remember is that all things emanate out. So if you contain your water, do contain it in something that doesn't leak toxins. For example, plastic leaks toxins, as we know. But there is also certain... Um, well, other containers like metal containers, aluminum containers that I can actually leak that too. So glass container is really good to keep your water in. Glass bottle, for example. Um, also, there is copper. Copper is cool because it kind of enhances the water in a way. And you want to be more uh, fluid and emotional. <laughs> you want to drink out of copper. No, I'm just joking. Um, so what else? So yeah, so that's what's happening right now with Mercury, right? We're filtrating the waters. Mercury, here you go. What's Mercury? Mercury is a mineral. Yay, you need Mercury for alchemy. Yay, but you can't have too much because then it gets too toxic. Yay, I'm saying yay because then you get me. Yay, we don't misunderstand each other. Woo! And even though we do misunderstand each other, we can actually reach consensus anyway, right? We don't always have to be understood, right? We can actually filter our waters, filter our emotions, filter what we communicate and still commune. We can actually pick away all of the things that we've told each other and told ourselves that doesn't serve ourselves or each other anymore, Take it away, filtrate it out, and then we share even more awareness within that stillness, within that peace and quiet, and within that rejoicement, and within that joy. Ooh, so, continuing on with the story, my loves. Thank you for your patience. And, yeah, um, <laughs> so I live pretty rural 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 i live pretty rural what what's that word rural okay now i can't speak i live pretty rural <laughs> i live out in the woods basically like literally out in the woods like there's almost no reception there's they t talk about 3g 4g 5g whatever g's there's no g's here there's no g's there's only trees Mm hmm. I like it that way. I like it that way a lot because it's 
healing. It's a safe container and it's speaking about filtering. It's filtering the air to live amongst trees. It's also good to filter away all the commotion from, from, uh, from people. Um, because we tend to do that. That's what relationships does, right? Relationships leads to drama until we learn how to resolve the conflict that stirs up within ourselves. Because the only reason that we stir up conflicts with each other is because there's a conflict within ourselves. And until that very day that we've learned how to resolve the conflict within ourselves, we can learn how to resolve the conflict with each other. And I say that with a big, heavy fucking Mars in my Aries. And if you're into astrology, you know what that means. <laughs> that means a lot of feisty fire. Woo! People want to fight me all the time. I really don't like fighting. I like fighting on bags and that kind of stuff. Fighting for fun, but I don't like fighting. Anyway, all right. Get to the point. I will. I will. I will, you guys. I will. I will. Okay, listen. So I drove her to school. I dropped her off. There was an instant... Um, malfunction in the communication she were off she was she was good right but then the teacher she's like oh we have our meeting today i'm like and i knew this was coming i was like feeling it coming i like felt it coming i felt there was gonna be misunderstanding miscommunications uh the moment i stepped into the society into the village and it's a small town like it's a really really small town like there's almost only i think there's like two thousand people like population wise so it's a really small town so I met her, this, one of the teachers, she's like, we have our meeting today, right? I'm like, uh, we do? I'm like, yeah, we do? And I, I mean, I could have played it easy on her. I could have said, oh yeah, oh, I totally forgot it. Oh yeah, let's have the meeting. But I was like, I wasn't feeling it. I was so, so, so tired still. My body wasn't awake. I was still like half dreaming, you know? I was still at the bottom of the sea and I wasn't sitting up. I was like laying, grabbing onto the, the sand of my subconscious, just like, uh, like that. Like that, you guys, like that. <laughs> like holding on to whatever I could hold on to. And she's like, oh, you forgot? Or like, did we not? I was like, well... I remember we talked about it and uh, I remember that we loosely like shouted out several dates of when we could potentially meet, but we really didn't schedule anything. And I told her to me, scheduling is when we actually see eye to eye and we say, yes, this date, this time, this is when we meet, period. That's scheduling to me. That's like, that's Capricorn, right? That's Capricorn. My Mercury in Capricorn is like... I need some kind of like pre-notification. I need to plan. <laughs> At least in my mind, I think I need to plan. And then I need to like know that it's going to happen. And unless you communicate anything else, then I assume that it's going to happen. Same thing with the other thing. Like if we haven't planned anything, if we just loosely communicate stuff... And loosely, like, figured out stuff and, like, you know, like, airy fairy started to talk about several dates and times. To me, that was no uh, real communication. It was just, like, there, there was no decision made. There was no decision made. It was just, like, she was afraid to schedule something then. And I wasn't comfortable with scheduling anything then either. So we didn't schedule anything. But she thought that we scheduled something and I know that we didn't. Anyway, so I told her that in in a, in a nicer sense, like than I did just now. But I told her 
that like I need to have um, firm information about what is said and what is not for me to schedule a meeting. It's not just that simple. I can't just like, you know, on a hunch, go to a parent uh, teacher meeting. Like I need, I, I want to prepare. I want to prepare. I like preparation. Right. So she's like, Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I understand that. And I said, I apologize if I didn't, um, you know, really fully get what you meant. But, uh, to me, it was just no decision. She's like, Oh, maybe I didn't, you know, she's like, oh, my apologies, you know. I was like, oh, that's fine. Blah, 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 Chit-chat. And five minutes with chit-chat later, we resolved whatever wasn't solved. And we got to make an appointment later on in March, thank God. And then I was like, oh, my God. And and it got me pretty off. Like, it got me into an inner conflict because I felt stressed. I felt unprepared. And I felt misunderstood. And not, not like, um, misunderstood, like, oh, she doesn't get me. It's more like, well, more like there was miscommunication. Like, a lot of miscommunication early in the morning when I can barely talk and forced to make a decision when I wasn't even awake, like, it was just not my cup of tea, like, that kind of stuff, so I was like, okay, I was pretty moody, I was like, fine, this is fine, this is totally fine, I got in my car, and I drove to drop off the garbage and sort the garbage out, because we have these stations in Sweden, I don't know if you do, wherever you're from, please, if you're from another country, write it, like, I would love to know where you're from, where's my listeners from, um, who listened to this, how do you sort information out, how do you sort your garbage out, how do you sort your emotions out, I want to know, I love that kind of stuff, I love culture, uh, anyway, so I went to sort out the, the paper with the paper, the plastic with the plastic, the glass with the glass, yada, 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 came into the little, uh, small town, the only store we have, the only grocery store we have, really small grocery store. It's been the same since I was a child. Like for over 30 years, it's been the same. And now as I move there, of course, they are changing it up. They're upgrading it, which I'm totally so grateful for. And they are probably too. We all are. Um, I got in there and then (laughs) what normally was in is now out. So the door in, usually the door that usually leads in is now the door that leads out. And the door that usually led out is now the door that leads in. And why I'm saying this is because it can be very confusing to a lot of people. Imagine like this small town is mainly made up of like old people and then some like children families, right? But people who have throughout their entire life gone in one way and out the other way is now extremely confused. So... Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get to the highlight of the story later. Yeah, very soon. Uh, I went in. No, oh, I went in the wrong way. I was like, hey, I know this is the wrong way in, but I just wanted to ask you, where can I, uh, where can I recycle this these cans? She's like, oh, it's on the other side. Blah 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 blah. Okay, I went to recycle the cans. I came back recycling, right? Recycling. You get it. I hope you get it. At least if you. St- yeah, if, <laughs> if you're high on life, you'll get my point by now. Um, uh, yes, that was Canadian accent. No, it wasn't. Um, 
So I went in the regular way, the new regular way, the way that usually goes out, but now goes in. I went in that way and because they change everything up while having it open, everything is rearranged. So all this, like all all the different shelves, all the different units, everything is like shifted completely, completely. And it shifts every time you're there. So the staff doesn't even know where things are anymore. Like you just have to like go on a little hunt for your stuff. Like back in the good old days, hunter gatherer style. Um, I had a list, so I knew what I needed. And I went on this little list. And meanwhile, I went on this little list, uh, hunt, the hunt for the stuff on my list. Um, I heard, I overheard this man, this old man, because it's a small store. It's a very small store. It's a very small town. I overheard this old man and he was very upset. And he was upset even when he was outside. He was like walking there with his cane and he had his wife with him. And she has, she didn't have a cane, but one of those like walking chair things. Like, I don't even know what they're called. Like you hold... Yeah, like you can put your grocery bags on them. They don't have wheels, but you kind of like walk with it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? You walk with both hands on it (laughs) and you put your bag on it. Uh, Yeah, so they came into the store and I heard them in the store and he was upset and didn't really hear why. So I continued to pick up my stuff. And then when I stood in line to pay, I noticed why, why he was upset. And just, you have to remember that everything is connected, right? Everything is connected. So even through the story, everything is connected. And um, what's so funny about it, it, Mercury is like retrograding big time. And it's it's just been no moon. I call it no moon instead of new moon. It's like been no moon, which is makes us even more powerful and alert. Um, because we're not influenced by the moon. Uh, so... Everything was like very static in the air and a lot of emotional emotions and a lot of turbulence in this little tiny store and everybody was there and it was crazy. It was Monday morning and people got back from the, the, the what do you call it? The break, the sports break, uh, which is kind of like an early spring break. Um, so there was a lot of people, unusual, unusual amount of a peop- uh, unusual, ah, an unusual amount of people in the store this Monday morning. Yeah. So the staff had to work through quite some stuff. And the carts didn't work. The phone network was down, like in the entire region. So nobody could call or send any text messages, of course. And then the electricity was down in half of the store. So the doors weren't automatic anymore. And uh, people in front of me had forgotten their cards, so they couldn't pay, so they had to like come back and forth. Meanwhile, like all of this was happening, all of this was happening at the same time. Meanwhile, um, this old man was getting more and more upset. Now, to the goal of it all. He was so upset because outside the store, they changed. Um, they changed the storefront's um, sign to a commercial sign about um, well about their 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 upgrading, their redoing, their changing their look, 
And so they put one of the staffs. I think she was, she's not the one that's like a top manager, but she's like almost top manager in the store. They put her face on the billboard and on the billboards all around town to market basically that it's like a new upgraded version of the store and they're all happy to to be a part of it and that we're all happy to serve you blah 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 and I haven't really thought about it that much but he obviously had so he came there to complain on behalf of all the elderly citizens in this small town that I live in and he had his wife with him uh, to support him And he was really, really upset. He was talking straight to this woman that was at the billboard. So she was like, well, it wasn't really my decision to put myself on the billboard. Like it was the people in, that was the, like in charge of this company that put me there. Like I didn't decide. I didn't ask for it. He's like, I want to call. I want, I want you to talk to the manager. I want you to call the manager. She's like, well, I'm the manager. You want me to, to, to send you to the manager of the entire like chain yes yes call the manager of the entire chain I want to talk to them I want to talk to them in the phone this is ridiculous nobody likes it nobody wants you at the billboards like he was literally really upset and then at the same time he was just puking his guts out on her this poor soul and she was like not having it <laughs> she's like oh my god she's like how much service can I give right she's like um Yeah, you know, I understand where you're coming from, but this was not my decision. If you want to talk to my manager about this, sure, go ahead and do it. And then he's like, but he felt that it was unfair because he wasn't used to her. He was used to uh, the other staff, the older staff that's been there longer. He was used to them. He said, the only reason I come here to purchase my my groceries is because of you. Like, I... I like the the staff, like it's because of the staff, you know, and it can be probably somewhat true, but I think he also might need some extra milk and cheese and bread and whatnot. Um, maybe some extra vegetables he could be <laughs> really good off with. <laughs> Makes you expand yourselves, right? Makes you expand. Anyway, so <sighs> he was really upset. He was in a conflict. But I don't think he was in a conflict with, with that this woman was in front of the poster on the billboard. Like, I don't think he was really upset with that. I think that was the target. That was the target for his anger. That was the target for his projection. That was the channel to communicate. That was where he found his foot in, into the door that led the wrong way in, that he felt everything was wrong. Because, listen... Probably for many, 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 many years, probably more years than I've even been alive in this body. Um, he's been going in to that store through the store door that leads in. And then he went out through the store door that leads out. And now they changed it. So now in is out and up is down and round is round is round is round. And then... They change all the shelves, so he don't he don't know how to navigate. He don't know how to find the stuff that he usually needs to find. That he knows exactly where they are because they've always been there. The bread has always been in that corner, milk has always been in that uh, fridge, etc., etc., etc. 
But now it's not. Now he has to find it by himself. And he's, he feels probably that he's too old for that shit. And then... The only thing that he's used to, the only thing that he can hold on to, like I was holding on to at the bottom of the sea, like figuratively, figuratively speaking, he was holding on to the staff because the staff was the people that he recognized. At least they were a familiar face. At least to him, that was something that he recognized. That was his comfort zone. Everything else was way across, way expanded across his comfort zone. It was all messy to him. But then she, her face out, was not the face that he recognized. And that was the, like, that was the bottom for him. That was the last drop in the glass. And then it, the water went overboard, so to say. Then he went over his little ship. And now he's in the ocean, twirling all around. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. And he lost his compass and he lost his navigation system. And he thinks he knows his way home, but... But he's too scared to admit it, so he has to be in really deep conflict with himself. Where is all this going? <laughs> like, I mean, that's where we all ask ourselves, right? When we are in conflict with ourselves, when we feel misunderstood, when we can't communicate fully what we want to communicate, when we can't be fully who we want to be, or at least express who we are, then we ask ourselves that. Where is all this going? Where is, where's, what's the point of this? What's the point? What's the end to this? Is there any end to this? Is there any point to this? What is the meaning of all this nonsense? Ha! Yeah. What is the meaning of all this nonsense? There is no meaning to nonsense. That's the thing, yo. There is no meaning to nonsense. And so... In a sense, <laughs> in a sense, when we learn how to speak more sensible, when we learn how to communicate with all of our senses, when we learn to understand the language of each other, then we can feel more free in our own expression and we can feel more free, like at least give more freedom to people who meet us. We don't have expectations and demands on how they should meet us. But we do have norms and principles, right? Or we think we do. Like I did. Like I did this morning. I was like, I need this to be prepared. I need this to be, to, to adjust. But that's also, it can also be a way of knowing yourself, right? So it can be in a way that I was in denial, that I think that I needed it because I felt basically tossed and turned all around. I my, my inner system was in full commotion that morning, this morning. And also... It's a sense of inner knowing. It's like, okay, that's enough. I can't take anymore. I need some form of ground here. I see, I need some form of alignment, of anchoring, of contact, of connection. I need something to hold on to. At least just give me something. 
at least give me something to hold on to. And it's kind of like that metaphor or that fun question you're asked, which is not really fun, it's ridiculous, but people ask that. If you would go on an on a deserted island, what would you bring? And people say all kinds of stuff, right? They say, you know, an axe, or they say a boat, or they say my cell phone, or they say a pina colada, whatever, right? They say all kinds of things. But But you can't really bring anything. Like, it doesn't matter what you bring to that deserted island. You'll still be on a deserted island. And it's the same thing with being inside this ocean. This oceanic tide of Mercury retrograde in Pisces. Where we have to let go of the way that we communicate. Or at least the way that we think that we should communicate. And we shouldn't communicate. The way that we ought to communicate to be understood and the fear of being misunderstood or misinterpreted. The fear of conflict within communication. Because our subconscious speaks louder than we know. And now that our subconscious is able to speak, is allowed to speak, is given a free range by the universe, literally, to speak, then we hear it. And it can be pretty loud and pretty obnoxious unless we know how to filter through it. And so give grace to ourselves and to each other and understand that it can all be so enjoyable if we let go of what we think that we know. So to end this story, I got my groceries, I packed them down in my bag and I said thank you to everybody and goodbye and have a good day. And I went outside and I started to laugh and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. And I was like, as if, as if God just made the best morning joke ever, that, that kind of laughter, like as if God just gave me the best medicine I needed for my really crankiness, like my real crankiness, like just tap me in the head with humility. <laughs> uh, I understood. I got it. I'm like, I was like, thank you, God. I get it. <laughs> I was like, this is funny. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like we can't hold on to anything. We can't. It will drive us nuts, but we can't. We just can't because we're not able to. Because the more we try to hold on to something, the more we will swirl around with it. If we just simply let it go, then we can flow and it can flow too. Just like Pisces does, right? Pisces medicine, the water medicine. Flowing with the stream, not going against the stream, not fighting upstreams. Unless you're a salmon, of course, unless you believe in that medicine. Actually, I read in my new beautiful oracle cards that um, salmon is, mythologically speaking, one of the oldest animals, one of the most ancient animals on the planet, mythologically speaking. So according to the northern and Celtic um, yeah, the Norsemen, the Nordic, the Celtic, etc. Myth, myths, the salmon, is the first animal, one of the oldest animals. And it's, uh, it swims upstreams to, to die. 
So it has his last battle. Maybe that's what he did. Maybe that's what he did. That's kind of also what our mind does. It swims upstreams as fuck. Swims upstream so much, so bad. Holds onto this thing so much, so bad. Doesn't want to let go. Stubbornness, stubbornness, stubbornness. No, 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 no. Control, control, control. Until it dies. And when it dies, when the idea dies, when the mind control dies, when the stubborn ego dies, it gives room for new life to grow. It gives actually food for the new life. Just like the salmon does, right? The salmon carcasses, they jump up there. They, not, not the carcasses, sorry. The salmon, the salmon, they jump up there. They lay their eggs and then they die. And then they actually become food for, for new life, for the life up there. The life that nourishes the surroundings of their birth and their death place. Food for one of the other most ancient animals, which is the bear. And the bear... Oof, have we not been in bear mode? Have we not been in cave mode? I'm saying this Mercury retrograde is going to be the end of the cave mode. And then you're going to be out of the cave because you're going to be done with your subconscious. Unless you are suppressing it so fucking much. Well, then you're probably not even listening to this. So I'm not going to give that attention or energy, right? And then I came home, I came home, I came home, you guys, I came home early morning, super tired still, but with a smile in my heart, open-minded enough to actually call the, call the, um, call the teacher to say, hey, I can have that meeting today if you want to, it's fine, let's have that meeting like you wanted to and uh, I don't know she hasn't given me any response yet <laughs> maybe we'll have that meeting maybe we won't but no matter what she got out of it I know that she got something out of it and so did I so it was a fruitful exchange it was a fruitful communication and Even though we misinterpreted or miscommunicated or misunderstood each other, we still, we still connected. We still filled in the blank spots. We still met. And we still exchanged what was needed for that communication to happen. Same with the old guy in the store. He just needed to be understood. At least he just needed to feel understood. He needed to feel seen and heard because he was upset. He said, I am upset. I am angry. He was upset because of the change. He didn't want the change. The change wasn't welcome. He wanted things to be just the way they've always been for him. He didn't like that fast change. He wanted it to be slow-paced. And to him, it was too much. And some of the staff, they knew his name and they knew him and they knew how to communicate with him and to meet him and to comfort him and to make him feel understood. So I was going to do a recording about sex and money and power, but uh, I guess I did a story about communication instead. (laughs) 
But I also did a communication. I also did a story, a, a story about uh, the exchange uh, of power in a way, in a sense, if you understood the subconscious tone to this story. Thank you all so much for being here with me. I've appreciated this a lot. And um, I want to give so much gratitude to you guys to keep on you know fighting for what's right for you and to keep on striving for what's true to you and to keep on evolving for the benefit of our own and for the benefit of each other and to keep on evolving out of a place of love and a connection to god and uh, whatever religion or not religion you practice whatever connection you have to god for me i know my connection mine is definitely non-religious but it's you know, it's super accepting. <laughs> it is beautiful. It is astonishing. And that's mine to have. And I believe we all are entitled to have that connection to ourselves and to what we believe in and to God. Hence, we are also entitled to speak our opinion. But we should be aware of the accountability that comes with it and the responsibility that comes with it of speaking our opinion, of sharing our truth. And sometimes being quiet, sitting in observation mode or actually observing as we are in action mode, which is just as beneficial, can give us a deeper understanding of the situation. And one of my close sisters, she's a Pisces, and she is, well, she shared herself as the medicine of the art of listening. And I think that sums up the whole thing, right? As a Pisces, you, you know how to listen, you know how to observe, and you know how to witness even as you are participating even as you're participating. It's a natural flow. It's a natural flow of life. It's beautiful. All right, you guys have an amazing day and uh, I'm going to keep on witnessing now, I think. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a walk. But I so enjoyed recording this and I'm so grateful that it came and I've actually published... Um, Speaking about the past and things being upside down and not black and white, I've actually published on my website, and you'll find it there in the transmissions, uh, a short film that I did. Um, 10 years ago, I finished it. I started doing it 11 years ago, and I finished it 10 years ago. And some of it takes place here in the small town that I actually spoke about now, so you get to see a part of it and the excitement that it held at least 10 years ago or 11 years ago. And some of it is recorded in Mama. And it's in Swedish, but it has English subtitles, and it also has French subtitles, depending on what language you speak. And it's about uh, finding home, finding home along the way. It's about nomadism or being a nomad and what a nomad means, what a home means. And uh, maybe that's a topic that we should explore further later on. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I love talking about home and family and finding home within yourself. Um, 
actually my attunement program is about that, is about homecoming within ourselves. And I am sketching up some plans there too. So we'll see what happens. I'll tell you, I'll notify you when it's ready to be ripe. When it's ready to be ripe? When it's ready to be plucked, I guess. Um, what else? What else? What else? Well, I do... Uh, well, yeah. I do need somebody who can assist me with... Um, No, never mind. I was saying, I was going to say, keeping up the website. Uh, keeping up the web. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say it. Keep maintaining the website in good shape. And that knows English very well. That is practicing copywriting uh, or even art directing, even better. Uh, graphic design, at least. Um, somebody that wants to tend to my webpage and to assist me to translate certain as certain parts because I am a native language, um, native Swedish speaking, speaking person. <laughs> My native language is Swedish. Um, and then also, um, yeah, somebody who wants to help me out with that because uh, that would really, 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 really serve the benefit of all of you guys who's listening. So if you're interested in that, if you are one of them, if you are that person that I'm looking for, then please give me a shout out and you'll find my information on my website and my contact information is also here on Anchor FM if you're listening through Anchor FM. Um, there's a lot of things that needs to be done marketing wise, so I could use one or two people. And of course, we'll talk about payment or exchange of... Um, exchange of gold let's just say it like that uh and yeah what else well i've also published uh, a pretty long article if you're interested in reading that which i would be if you listen to this because it talks about making peace with the past and it talks about uh going through the situations that your life has brought you through so far and um in a sense, making peace with the perspectives that you've had on yourself too. In a sense, making peace with your own growth and making peace with, uh, well, the story that you share to the world. So definitely read that. Um, and big news is coming up in March and April. So make sure that you subscribe to the newsletter. You'll find that on my webpage. Uh, www.ava.com it's e y v a a.com slash subscribe and there you can subscribe to my newsletter and also donate to my paypal and if you subscribe to the newsletter you'll get some juicy news at the beginning of each month and um, there is always juiciness always new fun um, intuitive insight and readings and articles and podcasts that are being shared there. So make sure that you are signed up to that. And if you are already subscribed, of course, do check your your spam. Because sometimes, you know, when 
these things are sent out, they are not fully received because they end up in a spam folder. So check there too. Well, what was that? Yeah, I'm just making sure I'm very precise in what to communicate. Um, what more? Oh, yeah. Well, if you are at the bottom of the ocean like me and you find a little shell and there's a little sand inside of the shell, make sure that you don't open it uh, too early. That you're not opening it premature prematurely that you are in touch with that intuition and deep knowing and deep sense of recognition of what is that Pisces can give you as medicine um trust patience that things will come in due time and if you have that little um sand what do you call it? Grain of sand inside that is growing to be a pearl. Know that that's your seed of intent. That's what you've sown. And that's what you will reap too if you just stay patient. Stay patient and nurture it and treasure it and allow it to be. Allow it to grow. Perhaps you can tune into it and imagine what it will look like, what it would feel like, what it will sense, and what it will tell you what it will share with you when it's ready to open. And until then, just give the shell a lot of gratitude for taking care of that transformation, that beautiful alchemy that's happening. Everything, everything, everything can be and become its truest and highest potential if we just let it be. That's why it's so important not to hold on to the past, not to hold on to what has happened, but to let go, let be, and to forgive. That's basically my message today. I guess this was a long anecdote about forgiveness. Bless you guys. Bye.